Kingdom Exhortations. October 2022. Read by John Morton. Good morning. In Galatians chapter 1, the Apostle Paul exhorts the Galatian Christians to remain faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ and gives testimony of his own conversion to Christ. He warns them to not turn away from faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for the forgiveness of their sins and the salvation of their souls, and explains that any perversion of the true gospel renders it useless. Quote, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you by the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let him be eternally condemned. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let him be eternally condemned. Am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I were still trying to please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. Galatians 1 verses 6 through 10. Paul opens the letter with an assurance that he was sent by Jesus himself and God the Father. He then immediately references the death and resurrection of Jesus and the fact that he came and died specifically for, quote, our sins. It's noteworthy that Paul says he was sent by Jesus and God the Father in that order. This is a clear acknowledgement of the deity of Jesus, placing Jesus in the same sentence as God the Father and naming Jesus first. Quote, Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers with me, to the churches in Galatia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Galatians 1 verses 1 through 5. It is because of our sins that Jesus came and died on the cross on our behalf and in our place. All human beings have a sin debt to God, and that debt can only be satisfied by receiving Christ or spending eternity in hell paying it yourself. Quote, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Romans 3 verses 23 and 24. Paul goes on to explain that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not man-made, and that he was not taught it by any human being but by Jesus himself. Every religion in the world has been made up in the minds of human beings except true biblical Christianity. Even Judaism, although beginning with God, has become man-centered and incomplete as they have rejected Jesus Christ as their Savior. Quote, I want you to know, brothers, that the gospel I preached is not something that man made up. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. Galatians 1 verses 11 and 12. All of us that are true Christians have learned the gospel from other human beings, whether by the writers of Scripture or by someone teaching it to us from Scripture. The Apostle Paul, however, who was named Saul at the time, received it directly from Jesus while he was on his way to persecute 
and imprisoned believers in Jesus Christ. Quote, Meanwhile, Saul was still breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciples. He went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found any there who belonged to the way, whether men or women, he might take them as prisoners to Jerusalem. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Saul asked. I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting, he replied. Now get up and go into the city, and you will be told what you must do. Acts 9, verses 1 through 6. Do you have a proper and sound understanding of the gospel of Jesus Christ? The gospel of Jesus Christ is as follows. Out of his tremendous love for you, God the Son, Jesus, willingly became human for you. Quote, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John 3, verse 16. He lived a perfect, sinless, righteous life on your behalf, and died a perfect, sinless, righteous death on the cross on your behalf. He took the punishment and judgment you deserved for your sin on the cross and rose from the dead, opening the way for eternal life to all who would believe on him, trust in him, and receive him as Lord and Savior. Do you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and are you trusting and relying on him alone to save you from your sin, deliver you from eternal hell, and bring you to heaven when you die? Have you genuinely received Jesus Christ as your only Lord and Savior for the forgiveness of your sins and salvation of your soul, knowing your hopelessness and helplessness without him? Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. After explaining that the gospel of Jesus Christ is not conceived in the mind of man, but is of divine origin, Paul goes on to give his own testimony about coming to Christ and receiving him as Savior. Quote, For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many Jews of my own age and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from birth and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not consult any man, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went immediately into Arabia and later returned to Damascus. Galatians 1 verses 13 through 17. It ought to be a great encouragement to us all that no matter what we've done wrong, Jesus still desires to save us from our sin bring us to eternal life, and make us useful to him. Before he was a Christian, Paul actually tried to destroy the church of Jesus Christ. There is literally nothing we have done or can do that will keep us from the loving and saving grace of Jesus Christ our Lord. As Paul himself declared, quote, Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his unlimited patience as an example for those who would believe on him and receive eternal life. 
1 Timothy 1, verses 15 and 16. Paul goes on to give additional details of his testimony, including that three years later he went to Jerusalem to get to know the Apostle Peter and remained with him for 15 days. Like Paul, it's important that we testify about what Jesus has done in our life and how he did it. We must make an effort, however, to give the clear and plain details of what happened and to not exaggerate. Quote, Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Peter and stayed with him 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am writing you is no lie. Later, I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report. The man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praise God because of me. Galatians 1 verses 18 through 24. It's noteworthy that Paul declares that everything he is writing is truthful and states that, quote, before God, that what I am writing you is no lie. We can be absolutely sure that the gospel of Jesus Christ is real and can be fully trusted as the word of God. Quote, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Proverbs 30, verse 5. Have you taken refuge in Jesus Christ? Are you trusting in him alone for eternal life? Let us go now and labor to remain steadfastly faithful to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Begin to accurately testify to what Jesus has done and is doing in your life without exaggeration. Additionally, start to remind yourself daily of all that your risen Savior Jesus has done for you. That he died on the cross in your place, was punished in your place, was judged in your place, and lived a perfect, righteous life in your place. Remember, the gospel of Jesus Christ was not made up in the minds of human beings, but is of divine origin. Jesus Christ is God Almighty, and we all have a sin debt to him that must be paid, either by receiving Jesus as our only Lord and Savior, or spending eternity in hell paying our sin debt ourselves. Be assured that no matter how bad or sinful we have been, salvation is open to us by our loving and giving Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ our Lord. Quote, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. John 3, verse 16. Have you given your life to Jesus Christ? Are you trusting in him alone for the forgiveness of your sins? and the salvation of your soul? Have you truly received Jesus Christ as your only Lord and Savior? Quote, Yet to all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. If you're not certain that you are trusting and relying on Jesus alone for eternal life, then simply and genuinely humble yourself before him now and sincerely call out to him in prayer. Quote, Lord Jesus, I confess that I am a sinful person. I confess that I cannot save myself from my sin. I am hopeless, helpless, and desperate. But Jesus, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you came to this world and lived a perfect life for me and died a perfect death for me, and I believe you are alive and risen. Therefore, I ask you now, Lord Jesus, to come into my heart, to be the Lord of my life, 
to save me from my sin and to bring me to heaven when I die. Lord Jesus, I place all my faith and trust and hope and confidence in you alone to save me and to be my everlasting Lord and God. Heavenly Father, it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Quote, And you also were included in Christ when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Having believed, you were marked in him with a seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory. Ephesians 1, verses 13 and 14. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness, love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5 through 9